I'm trapping and I'm rapping. When I see your girl, I'm snapping. When I see her ass, I'm tapping. My name is Evan and I'm rapping. This record be slapping. And then if your girl show up with her boyfriend, we gonna be scrapping. And then when she see my lap, she be dancing. And then Santa's reindeer, what they be doing, they be prancing. There's some North Pole rap, nigga. First one to make it out the North Pole, straight out the snow bluff. You heard me? <laughs> this is what the episode would be, bro. If you didn't show up on the, if you didn't show up, it'd be an hour and a half of this, and they would just have to listen to this. Is it on? Oh. Yeah. my game as well and this is what i do and this is what i done did this is what i did this is what i don't this is what a motherfucking won't i mean my man if i want you to speak i would direct Shut my, your damn my mouth. speaking why is your microphone you. in my face then evan you put that there i didn't put I that didn't there. Put this there i didn't put that there well, whose house are we in don't tell them where we are Look, man, all I'm saying is when you go home, you got to pay all the bills and you got to do all the labor. And guess what? You just do all that for sex. That's it. She doesn't cook. She doesn't clean. She doesn't do any of that for you. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm just talking about your reality. My reality? Correct. This is your reality. Shakaroni pies from Papa John's. Shakaroni. That man Shaq is the ultimate bag chaser. Bring that mic a little closer. Yo, that could have ended the entire podcast for at least a couple weeks. Ev, put that water right here, bro. Why put it back in the same spot? <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Mo- <laughs> Please move it. That is even worse. You've never seen worse. Anyway, before Sadiq thought he could run my life. <laughs> I tried to save your life. Yeah, so that's what I heard about you on the street, man. I say, hate to say it. Dude, you just got in the game. It's the first pitch. And you're already tight? Oh, it scraped the prism. So give it to him. Yeah, let it be known that this is a fuck a Red Sox podcast. Yeah, what's up, boys and girls and animals that are listening to this because their owners are listening to this? 
Uh, we're watching Yankees Red Sox right now on Tuesday afternoon, the wild card game. The Red Sox have started the game off by taking Garrett Cole behind a woodshed and beating him and then maybe sodomizing him. And now the Yankees are parading out a bunch of relievers. And now the Red Sox starters out the game too because Anthony Rizzo had a dong. So right now it's top six, 3-1 Red Sox. Siddiq's locked in. Yeah, it's fucking Red Sox, man. It's a Yankee nation. Uh, Red Sox jumped, to, jumped out to an early lead, but, uh, you know, we're the Yankees. So we'll make it interesting. And uh, there's still a lot of game left to play here. So we'll see what's going on. But uh, welcome back to eat motherfucking... TT, empty the tank. You almost didn't bench. know what you were gonna say. There. I didn't. I didn't know what I wanted to say there. Um, empty the tank. E double patch. E T T. Uh. Ayo! Oh wow! Hey, nice play it off the wall there for Dukes. Oh, oh God, wow. Judge! Gun Judge at the plate. Wow. So, Sadiq's going to become more and more infuriated, but Stanton hit a ball off the wall, and they threw out Judge at the plate, and the Red Sox got that reliever in that, like, cricks his neck. It's weird everywhere, every time. His name's Ryan. But, yeah, that's what's going on in this side of the town. But Stanton has absolutely smashed two balls today off the wall, and they've both been singles because the Green Monster is is a nuisance. Look how easy that throw was from Bogey, though. Yeah. That was like a, yeah, I know I got your shot. I just got to get the ball there. Look at that. That's so much time. Beat him by fucking Jesus Christ, bro. You weren't even close. That's a good slide, though. It's the only slide he could have had. Nah. I mean, I get it. It's two outs. It's a wild card game. But damn. But you got Gallo coming up. You kind of got to send him. Gallo might not make contact. And I fuck with that Ga- finger. And I fuck with Gallo too. Yeah, that finger's been broken a few times. I mean, it's like I can't even do it. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, uh, I fuck with Gallo OD, but he leads the leagues in walkouts and strikeouts. So that pretty much tells you what you need to know about him. A walk doesn't help you here. So yeah, so I mean, I, I listen. I get it. I I think I think they thought it was gone there, which is understandable. Staying hit that ball 115 miles an hour, 400 feet. So, yeah. understandably. And it didn't go. And it didn't go, so. That's crazy. Why'd you gotta go deep here and just make it not even matter? Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Fuck. This, this game's been beating Sadiq's ass, man. It's been, I gotta say, man, it's been a pleasure to watch you go through this agony. Fuck. I've been talking so much shit, that's why. I mean, that's how it goes. Oh, my God. But this is how I feel whenever I watch the Eagles play. It doesn't even matter if I know if the other team's good or not. Or in, in our division. It's just like, man, I wear this Eagles hat proudly. So I don't even give a damn. I've been talking so much shit. I've been giving, uh, I've been giving one of my uh, coworkers a lot of shit because he's a Toronto fan. I mean, it's a good team to be a fan of right now. Yeah, 100%. And I told him today, he walked in, he said hello, and I shook his hand. I was like, it's a good run, brother. 
<laughs> and I said, you know what? I was like, the reason I've been giving you so much shit is because Toronto is fucking dangerous. I was like, in a one-game playoff, Vladdy might just smash their way into the fucking I was going to say, and they have Robbie Ray and Jose Barrios. Like, they, Robbie that Ray team is, is a, bad. And Hinshin Ryu. Robbie Ray is a 2021 MLB Cy Young candidate. So, And honestly, they said he's probably the likely favorite. Yeah. It's so, him, Cole, and Eovaldi. And Ray, Ray has more strikeouts than Cole. And Ray finished stronger than Cole did. So I got to think Robbie Ray gets that. So, so yeah. Um, this is what we live for, though. October baseball is different. So, uh, I'm excited for it. Like I said earlier, though, I think whoever makes it, whoever was is going to make it out of this game is going to get scraped by the Rays. Which I disagree with. So, hey, that makes for good content. So, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Look at you, always thinking about the podcast. You know? But uh, for right now, we're just going to uh, go along with the podcast, and hopefully I don't break something at Evan's house before the night's over. He won't bring anything at my home. I can assure you. Oh, my God. I can assure you of that. Let's go, Yankees. (laughs) Um, Hopefully, everybody's having a great week, a great month. Uh, Year's almost over. Uh, If you want to... Get better, start now, don't wait for the new year. Oh, this kind of sounds like the end of the podcast, but we're just getting starties, ladies starties. We're just getting starties, ladies and gentlemen. What is a starty? You know what? I'm going to let you figure that out. I don't really have to. I can just ask you. But then will I tell you? Yes. What is a starty? I won't tell you. Okay, because you don't know. Damn right. So I can't tell you. Therefore, I'm going to let you figure it out for yourself. Um, and we're just going to get this going. You know what, man? If I wasn't so tired myself, I would hire some of the homeless people by the marina to take you behind the woodshed. They don't got it. And beat and beat you. I just persuade them with cheeseburgers. I tell you what, man. Nine homeless uh, Hispanic men, not easily persuaded. I'd give them, especially once I offered them food. I'd give them dope and more food. Yeah. See, this is the thing, though. There's nine of them, one of you. I already have the money and the food in my hand. They're going to take my offer. I got the dope. They don't want the dope. They want dope. Then I'll give them that too. I, look, I have all the leverage here because I can offer them more than you have because you're going to be cornered without anything. That's how it's going to go. And they're going to take you behind the woodshed like the Red Sox took Gary Cole behind the, What woodshed? The woodshed. Where's the woodshed? The woodshed. As long as it's close to home. You'll find out soon. I'm calling them right now. They have phones? Don't worry about what they got. These homeless men have phones? They do. A lot of homeless people have mobile devices. Is that... A- Look, just because you don't have a home doesn't mean you can't have a social life. Instagram is free, Sadiq. So is Facebook. <laughs> what are you posting? You at the park. You at the restaurant. You walking around. I mean, shit. When's the last time you posted... What restaurant? When's the last time you posted a pic of your house on social media? Evan. I'm asking you a question. Never. All right. That's my point. But I... So you could be homeless in my eyes. Post your crib then, bitch. That's what I thought. Where are the homeless people getting money to take these pictures for Instagram? You don't need money to take pictures. You just need a restaurant. You just need a phone. You just said a restaurant. Maybe they go out to eat. (laughs) Where are they getting the money? It's easier to save $200 than it is to save $1,000 for rent. 
okay? Where are they getting $200 from? See, if they get, I don't know, let's say they average like $30 begging a day, right? And let's say they eat one or two meal, right? And then they dig around the trash for the third one, right? I'm just saying, right? So let's say they spend $10 a day on food and then, you know, they're homeless, so they drink or smoke every night or both sometimes or sometimes other drugs. Let's just say every day is $20 a day. They save $10. After a month, that's three hundred dollars. You can go to a you can go to a semi decent restaurant. And that's just a month of begging. That's thirty dollars. I'm sure they bring in way more than thirty dollars begging a day. Are they showering? I mean, I'm sure they wash up at the park. Something happens. They don't just walk in straight from the park bench and be like, "I need a table for four. Well, they got friends. They're bringing their friends. I mean, yeah, they're bringing their homeless friends who also saved up thirty bucks. I'm just saying. Maybe this is their thing. Every month they go out to eat. You never know. Why are you looking at me like That's that? That's absurd. That's just absurd. I don't you think really, it's that absurd. I think. I think homeless people can do whatever the fuck they want. I think you're, th- you're too narrow-minded about this. I really do. When I think homeless, I'm thinking like... I'm thinking like the... Like homeless homeless... I don't know, you think about like the people not, with the shopping cart and they're out of their mind. Yes. Right? I'm just thinking about people that they had a bad run and now they're homeless. There's a lot of people that really don't plan for the future. If you, a lot of people that have a bad run could end up homeless. Think about it. How many people do you know that they lost their job right now could get hired within a month? How many people do you know that? Not a lot. Okay. And let's say that said person gets fired and has a gambling habit. I said do know person, some people with gambling habits. Said person could be homeless very quickly. And let's say said person is not living in the same state as any family anymore because they moved across the country or moved somewhere else. Damn. I'd save up for a plane ticket and be like, Mom, I need you. All right, but I'm saying until then they're homeless. So Correct. I'm just saying. Like, crazier things have happened. Correct, Mundo. Okay, yeah, so. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I yeah. just, I like. One of them could be listening to this podcast right now. Has some AirPods in, listening to this podcast to get him through whatever monotony, or he or she, whatever monotony sure they're going through. Yeah, you're right. That's very true. That's very true. I kind of want to speak to one of these people. I've always wondered, like, people's uh, paths to homelessness. <laughs> You've never what, wondered that? What brought you here? I definitely wonder that. I definitely wonder that. It's just you never want to speak to them because they look crazy Correct. or they smell. Correct. Correct. I'm never approaching them. I've just always wondered. Like, what decisions did you... Because I definitely know people that, like... There's definitely homeless people that are, like, big for money that will have, like, a full backpack, clean clothes, look fine. And what? I'm just like, what got you here? Yo, I'm saying that's what that's what's getting me right now. Like I've seen homeless people with MacBooks. So that I've never seen. Now that's a little yeah. yeah that's in the city, bro. That's it's not that hard to find or see. I've never seen that. Really? Yeah, never a MacBook. Yeah, MacBook nah. on the stairs of the church in the city. Nah, I never seen that. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Who are who are you to tell them what to buy and what to live? Very true. They're probably on Amazon. <laughs> Probably got an Amazon Prime account. Oh, that's crazy. Now, that's different. Because what address are you using? Third step. 
<laughs> third step, Venetian church. I don't know. Man. Leave it on the side. Leave it on the side steps. There's a box that says Randy. That's my place. Leave it inside. Don't take my shit, Peter. He's on the second step. <laughs> no lie, Amazon would dead deliver that shit. I always feel so bad for like homeless people during like the winter. Yeah. Like the really bad homeless people for the winter. Or any weather. Or any like inclement weather, yeah. Like I'm just like, damn. Like I remember last year, my uh my boiler went out during like one of like the coldest weeks we had during the winter. And it was the same week. Yeah, I believe it was the same week that my entire household had COVID. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. Double whammy. Yeah. yeah. And like I remember my like my grandfather my grandfather was the most sick out of all of us. So he was literally like just walking around the house in like fucking underwear and a sweater. <laughs> and like no socks. I'm like, what are you doing? That man was literally I'm like, I'm cold right now. How are Bro, I, I literally he was sitting on the chair. And I literally went over and just shoved a beanie on his head. I'm like, you're wearing this. Don't take it off. Don't let me see you with it off. I mean, I mean, maybe he was hot on the bottom but cold on the top. I don't give a goddamn. I'm just saying. Nope, you don't get to make any more decisions. <laughs> so you give him a beanie to make him hotter? Shove the, shove the Yankee beanie on Can't his head. Can't even lie. I'm going to try that shit tomorrow. Sweater and some boxers. You never know, man. Hoodie and boxers might be a vibe. Hoodie and anything is comfortable. I'm just saying. I just remember being fucking cold last year in my own crib. I'm like, yo... This is the coldest week of the year, probably, they were saying. And I'm inside my crib, and I'm cold. Like cold my fuck. Yo, my feet were cold with socks on. And I'm like, whoa. Like, I'm in my crib right now, not struggling, but I was like, damn, I got to wear a hoodie and some sweats in my crib to feel warm. Like, that's, that's great. Yeah, OD. That's crazy. OD. That is OD cozy as well, though. Oh, yeah, but I don't you know are, you are that. You could dead just roll over and nap. Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. even lie to you. Napping in a sweatsuit is top tier. Yes. You throw the hood on? Oh, nah. Out. I can't even front. In the winter, sometimes I'll leave the heat low so I can throw on a hoodie. And then get under the covers? Nah, your boy's in a cocoon. <laughs> you sleep in a hoodie? That's free game for y'all. I, sometimes, when it's brick brick. I can't sleep in a hoodie. When it's brick That's brick. the only thing. I can't sleep in, multi- in clothes like that. I gotta have either like a wife beater... <laughs> Or just no shirt on. We gotta start calling them shirts something else. <laughs> White beaters? Yeah, I don't know who came we up with that. We gotta start calling them shirts I don't know who came up with that. Nah, most of the times I did just sleep with basketball shorts on and that's it. But, that's I'm, I'm just saying, there's sometimes where it's a little chilly and I'm just like, yeah, like, a nice hoodie sleep tonight would hit crazy. Like, yo, put the do-rag on, you throw the hoodie over the do-rag, yo, you get under the covers, you get in a little pocket. <laughs> Tucked. <laughs> Tucked. That shit's beautiful. And you a little high? Nah, you gotta you gotta get the I like the uh so I like uh sleeping on my comforter. On the comforter? I like Why? sleeping yeah, on the comforter. Why? That's a little weird. It's just comfortable. For on me, top like of the yeah, comforter? I, so I like sleeping on top of the comforter and then using like a blanket instead of the comforter. One actually, there's two reasons. I think you, I was gonna there's say. Two reasons. I, I think I know. I think I know. I think I know. There's two reasons. Go ahead, go ahead. One is comfortable because the comfort is mad thick, so it gives you like a pillow effect. Mm. And two, I don't feel like making my bed up. Ah, uh, that's exactly what I was gonna say. So all I okay. gotta do is get up, straighten the comfort a little bit, 
and fold the blanket, and I'm good to go. Okay. I saw that coming, but all right. Those are our sleep habits in cold weather. Uh, hmm. But yeah, back to, my, back, back to my original point. Me being in the house that cold like that, I was thinking about homeless people being outside in, like, no socks, a loose-ass sweater probably with some holes in it, and, like, a random pair of pants. Like, just outside. And I'm like, this is kind of, like, inhumane. But it's not anybody's fault. It is somebody's fault. Well, it's somebody's fault, but it's it's not anybody's fault but theirs. But it's still inhumane because it's fucking cold. This cold is inhumane, if that makes sense. Look, I hear you, but at the same time, it's someone's fault. And yes, it is excruciating. But it just makes me more appreciative. I also also do try to give... uh, Minority homeless people money when I can. I know that sounds racist as fuck, but I just think that if you're white and you're homeless, you had a 200 year head start. You just you just fucked up. You gonna have to wear that one, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Like if it's a if it's a small if it's a woman or a child, I'll give them the money. But nah, if you're a grown ass white man, uh, you you had the head start, my man. All right. That's- uh, Let's go. Let's go around the neighborhood real quick, though. I have I have a few tweets and things I've seen today that have delighted me. All I'd right. like to share them. Share them. So the first thing is, do you know what's going on with Andrew Wiggins and the NBA mm-hmm. with the vaccinations? Didn't he like uh, protest the vaccine and now he has COVID or something like that? No. So uh, apparently the NBA is saying that all players need to be vaccinated, and then. Uh, if not, then whatever your city's laws are are in effect. So, for instance, like Kyrie Irving can't play in New York Correct. because he's not vaccinated. Correct. He also can't practice with the team in New York. So, it's becoming an impediment. And so, Andrew Wiggins isn't uh, vaccinated. And they're asking, like, they're like, oh, why does his teammates tell him to get vaccinated? And his teammates were like, we don't have to tell him anything. It's his choice. Like, why are you going so hard? Anyway. Uh, Andrew Wiggins wasn't vaccinated because he said that, uh, what is it? He took Tylenol a few years ago for like some pain that he was having. And like, he got, he was like, it made his symptoms worse or like something. He had a bad allergic reaction to it. And he's like, after that, like, he was like, I'm just good off using medicine, which is a crazy thing to say, especially since like you're a professional basketball player, like the trainers and everybody are using whatever they can to to make you ready for the game. Modern medicine. Correct. So anyway... Uh, he's been holding out, saying he doesn't trust it. None of my family is uh vaccinated. Yeah. Anyway, okay. The Warriors came out and said that they're gonna withhold his game checks for the games he can't play. And because in I think in California you have to be vaccinated to like participate in venues and shit like that. So basically, he was gonna lose like fifteen million dollars. A man got jabbed up like yesterday. <laughs> and I'm trying to find uh, the excerpts from his interview after that. That's just hilarious. Because <laughs> they are, fl- bro, they are, f- not only are they flambeing it, but I'm just in tears. Flambe. Because it was really just like every time it's come to like these players and vaccinations and money, they've always chosen the money. And they're just like, fuck it, I'll die. But I had to li- literally. 
read this to you because it's if I told it to you off the cuff, you'd be like, nah, Evan's Evan's just doing this for the podcast. Like this is real life shit. Which is perfect time. Alright, here we go. It is found, my son, it is found. Okay, here we go. Andrew Wiggins, quote start quote. I had a bad reaction a few years to a few years ago a few years ago to Tylenol. And since then I haven't wanted to take anything. Let stuff heal naturally. In this case, I had COVID and it wasn't that bad. I didn't want to take the chance. I don't know if it causes cancer or anything like that. No one in my family is vaccinated. It's not really something we believe in. This was like 20, 48 years. I mean, 48 hours ago, right? Okay. 24 hours ago. Andrew Wiggins. I felt like the only options were to get vaccinated or not play in the NBA. It was a tough decision. Hopefully in 10 years it works out and I'm still healthy. It's not something I wanted to do, but I was kind of forced into it. Hopefully there are people who are stronger than me and keep fighting for what they believe in. (laughs) Man goes, I had a choice, but I was forced into this one. (laughs) So you had a choice and you chose this one. You can't put that on anyone else. And then he goes, I hope other people are stronger and can yeah, fight what, what we believe fuck? in. Yo, it's, I swear to God, it sounds like people just be having fun. Like, you're rich, bro. You can literally say anything you want. Oh, my God. This nigga said. That's fucking crazy. This is, he said, I support the cause, but not when it causes me to lose $15 million. If I die, I'm going to die rich. Y'all niggas can die poor. Or be alive and be poor. Nah, that's what... Yo, you're rich, bro. You can literally say anything. That's awesome. Now that we're waiting on Kyrie Irving to see what he does. Apparently, Kyrie Irving can't practice with the team or play in 41 games. So, Kyrie's going to get docked pay. Yeah, but... Does Kyrie really care? I think he does. Because, I don't know... What what is Kyrie Irving slotted to make? Because he's going to lose at least half of his game checks, right? And he's got to lose some of his salary. He's slated to make $33 million this year. $33? $33 million this year. I think Kyrie Irving gets vaccinated. Personally, I think he gets vaccinated. That's fucking crazy. $33 million? You really think Kyrie Irving's going to lose like $15 million, $16 million this year? I just don't see it. And yeah, man, NBA contracts are pretty sick. It's like four years. Well, now let's go to round two. All right, put it down. Go. Now we're going to turn to one of the more horny men on the internet this week. And just an overall funny guy, Urban Meyer. Hey, my man Urban. So would you like to fill them in on what has been transpiring in Urban Meyer's life the last uh, few days? Uh, Urban Meyer took his fourth straight loss. As the Jaguars head coach. Correct. Jaguars have now lost 19 games in a row. Boom, boom. Um, And was it Monday or Tuesday? Either Monday or Tuesday. I'm going to say it's Monday. Monday. I don't know why I think today's Thursday. It was Monday, yesterday. Um, Urban Meyer was seen at a bar in Ohio. His bar. His bar in Ohio. uh, Getting... It wasn't a grind, wasn't a twerk. Uh, it was more like a bobbing. It was like a seizure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was seizuring on him. Seizing. 
She was uh, seizing, bobbing, uh, rubbing his middle section with her backside section. Um, And it was all caught on camera. And just for you guys who don't know who Urban Meyer is, he is a football coach uh, who has a wife and kids, which is the more important part. Um, And that video went viral. (laughs) And... uh, he hasn't said anything to the public. Yes, he did. He oh, I'm apologized. Sorry. He apologized. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me rephrase that. He hasn't said anything of relevance to the public because that apology was dog shit. Um, <laughs> his team Yo, did didn't you see like, him, him. like keeping his head down and like looking at his shoes. Yeah, like, why like was a he kid. apologizing? Like, like a kid. Yeah, what the fuck was That's that? That's why it was dog shit. It was all dramatics. It was aesthetic. It wasn't it even was. that. It was pathetic. It was like, bro, you're a grown ass man. Like. If she was shaking her ass on you, just come out and be like, she was shaking her ass on me. I'm, a, I'm Urban Meyer. What you thought was going to happen? That's what I would have said. I mean, And he left his hand in front of her. So she was shaking, but he wasn't reciprocating. Nah, I mean, he was also... He wasn't reciprocating, but he didn't tell her to go. So Agreed, agreed. So, yeah. You know, so if you can't, if you can sit here and say that he didn't, do anything, you can also sit here and say that he didn't push her off. All right. Fair is fair. You know? Fair is fair. Um, for a coach, for a coach that he, that apparently didn't already have his team's respect, oh, now boy. he's got no ethos oh, with them boy. at all. Let's listen to, this is, uh, this is what one player said anonymously today. The Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point. Especially in the locker room. One player told me he has zero credibility in that stadium and he had very little to begin with. This is from Michael Silver, yeah, Sports man. Illustrator reporter. And he said that players were particularly put off by the fact that Urban Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting during this during the during the time that this video came to light. The players said he was too scared to face them. Like what? Yeah. Like, what? You canceled the team meeting because you were horny? Bad look. Bro, not even that, bro. That's selfish. Like, the show goes on, bro. This is bigger than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they were talking about uh, how Urban never had the... uh, Urban never had what it took to make it in the pros. Man said... Man's is embarrassing. I forget who said it, but he said something like... He never had what it took to make it in the pros. He can't boss older men around. Yes, correct. You can't just you can't just tell these older men that get have children and families and million dollar contracts what to do just because you're fucking Urban Meyer, the head coach. Like they don't owe you shit. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't even know. Urban Meyer's life is just Is it crashing? No, not really. Because they also I forget what Honestly, this is, I'm getting this from one source. I can't remember who it is. Um, but Sadiq has spoken to his sources. Yes. Um, actually, Sid Rodriguez has spoken to his sources. Hey. And it's reported back to me. I thought it was Sid Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Uh, Rodriguez. Okay. Um, yeah, he... Apparently, his endgame or his plan or his... Uh, what do you call it? His backup plan is to get fired 
and <laughs> there's a spot open at USC. I mean, he's and ur- he's just gonna go to USC. I mean, he's Urban Meyer. Yeah, I've been seeing that. They were like, I wonder when he's gonna fake his heart problems. And someone was like, by week six, when they're on five with no hope. That's the funniest thing. Like, he dead when when uh, when Ohio State was getting uh, investigated. He was just like, nope. Old ticker's gone bad, fellas. I'm going to have to exit stage right. <laughs> Yo. That video, I saw a video. Oh, was, that, was I watching it with you? I, don't, I can't remember. I think I sent it to you. He was literally doing an interview with a mirror behind him. And some fat old white guy with, you know, you know those white guys with no hair on top, only on the sides yes, and the back? Yes. One of those dudes with a beer in his hand, walked out of the room in front of the fucking uh, spot where they were interviewing, and the mirror caught all of it, and he was just standing there. Oh, my God, that's gross. Yo, shirt off, everything, titties hanging out, and I was like, dude, are you serious? You you don't know that there's a mirror behind you? I swear to God, I see some of these interviews sometimes, and I'm like, these people do, do this on purpose. Like, they do this so the news could have something to talk about, I swear to God. ESPN is paying them something. Yo, it has to, to be, right? I, yo, bro. It has to be, right? I'm like, no fucking way you didn't see that there's a mirror right there capturing you. Bro, these people are as dumb as you think it is. And I saw one tweet today. I can't remember who sent it. But it was like, if we stopped pretending that coaches and uh, GMs had to be saints or pastors, things would go much better. You know what I'm saying? Which I agree with. But listen to this, though. Uh, I have several things. Urban Meyer only apologized to position groups individually, and he portrayed the woman in the videos as a random person who was just there dancing. Just there (laughs) dancing. Just coincidentally. Just happened to be on his thing, dancing. Yeah, the players, the uh, anonymous players said, it's bad, I don't know how he's going to function. And then that was followed by Chris Long, formerly of the Eagles, tweeted, if I'm a veteran player in Jacksonville, I am now my own boss. (laughs) Which is fucking facts. Yeah, I gotta get him out. Which is fucking facts. Which is fucking facts. This man, it's, yo, and you wanna know what's the craziest part about this city? What the what the craziest part of all of this? This is four weeks into the season. It's seventeen weeks long. Like this is getting to the point where it's just like this man is crashing and burning at a rate that by week ten he might be snorting cocaine on strippers at halftime. He might be snorting cocaine on the sideline. And then the, yo, it's so bad that the owner of the team said that I have addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics will be held in confidence. What I will say is his conduct was inexcusable. I appreciate his remorse, which I believe is sincere, but he must regain our trust and respect. This will require a personal commitment. I'm confident he will deliver. Get out of here. Urban's done. It's done. He was never fit to manage a pro team. They, oh, they actually started talking. <laughs> they actually started talking about him with the Gators. Oh, I was just about to get into that, and too. And they started talking about, oh... You remember like, he retired after that, right? Yeah. 
And that was the time we had Aaron Hernandez, Tim Tebow. Like, that was one of the, the most talented college football teams of all time and also the most dangerous. So they didn't mention the talented part. They just mentioned, you know, he's not the best recruiter either. Did you know how many criminals he recruited? And I was like, whoa. Yo, nah, I'm not even going to lie to you. That Florida team was like, yeah, these are goons, but they won. Listen to the, yo, so this is the rap sheet, right? This is an article from Bleacher Report of all the shit Urban Meyer's fucking done. This shit is crazy. So Urban Meyer in 2018 retired again, right, from Ohio State. He said he's leaving Ohio State because of health issues. He's done coaching. Same thing he did eight years before after walking away from Florida. So this is the Bleacher Report uh, quote. Back then in 2010, he walked away from a program created with entitlement, run amok, roster manipulation, drug problem in the locker room, and more than 30 player arrests in six seasons. That's, bro, that's five a year. And apparently he enabled his former assistant coach. Oh, my God. Who? <laughs> Take a moment. Take a moment. Wow. Who was just an asshole, apparently, and also was. That was the guy, I think, that was trying to fuck... Who was it? He was trying to fuck, like, women in the locker room, like, college students in the locker room, and he was accused of domestic violence. This Zach, was his Zach assistant Smith. coach? Zach Smith. Let's look it up. Let's, let, let me, let's find out what Zachary really did, instead of assuming. You know, I want to make sure he gets his due. Okay, yeah, wow. He was Ohio State's wide receivers coach. Wow. That's like one of my high school coaches. Except he didn't do anything that crazy. He just let students skip in his class. So my head coach fired him. Wait, what? One of my high school coaches, the infield coach, when I was a freshman yeah. on varsity. I was on, it wasn't my one of my coaches, but one of my varsity coaches Yeah. Uh, got fired because he used to let kids skip in his class. Or skip in his office. You got fired for that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we had a pretty high academic standard in high school. There was no joking. No messing around. So. Wow, okay. Fair enough. Shit. Shit. Yeah, so apparently this guy, Zach Smith, uh, threw his wife after an argument. What? Choked her out until her father walked in. What? And wow. Yeah, she separated from him. Wow. And he just. And the statement from him was from Zach Smith is I never abused her. There's no evidence. I never abused her. Wow. And her father caught him choking his daughter out? They didn't say that. They just said that his, her father had to walk in. He stopped. So maybe he didn't see. Holy shit. Yeah, so Urban Meyer, not a good guy, <laughs> apparently. And not he re- a good he's, guy. And he's retired twice, citing heart and health problems. Each time. Okay. So, what do you think he does this time? Just horny? I think that he says, it's not my fault, Trevor Lawrence isn't ready. Uh, Bro, forget the football right now. No, we, this, we is knew they were this is what I think he says. We knew they were going to be bad. Forget the football. Because he's think he, okay, so let's forget. We're forgetting football. He's saying 
this has caused a lot of stress on my mental. My heart isn't well. I'm going to have to take some time off. Two <laughs> days later, Urban Meyer announces retirement. Three days later, Urban Meyer accepts job at UC, USC. Yeah, I'm about to do it. Trojans go on to win the next 17 national championships. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Uh, wow, I just struck out the side. Yeah, he's dirty. Tanner Hook. The right-handed sail. Yeah, he's nasty as fuck. Uh, yeah, I think that's about... I think that's an accurate timeline there. Uh, you know what they called him, though? I think I said this shit to you. They said, that wasn't Urban Meyer in that bar. You know who it was? Bourbon Meyer. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Bourbon Meyer. That's a really that's a really good He didn't drink. look belligerent though. He just looked like he was vibing. That's what I'm saying. That's the funny part because it's just like nigga, you wouldn't even look drunk. You look like you were where you intended to be that night. And you know what's the funniest part? I'm not gonna lie though. He did look a little worried. In his face <laughs> it looked like he was thinking about a lot. Yeah, it did. I mean he's 0 4. Just wanted a lab dance from a fan. And you we fucking came in with a fucking Oh, Came in God. with a fucking camera all of a sudden. Now he's done. All he wanted, all he wanted to do, was let off a little steam. Yo. And now he's getting chastised. The funny, the funniest part is that he said he was at dinner with his grandkids earlier. <laughs> he told his wife that. Nah, that's what he. That's what they said that he was oh. with his grandkids earlier. Dead. He just so happened to stop <laughs> at his bar. I mean. Listen, I'm just go, saying. Go, man. I, no, no, I mean, I can. I think that's a very believable story. Go to dinner with your grandkids from like seven to nine. You drop them off, spend a little time, and then you're like, you know what? Just have a little blonde body dance not, on you. Not even. I think he was just like, I'm Owen fucking four. Am I like? Do I really want to keep doing this? I could go to USC. I'm tired of this wholesome shit. Give me the hope. I could go to USC and just be fucking in the wind with everything. Yo, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, and college football is way easier. You know, you make your own schedule. You can tell these the kids, kids what fucking to do. listen That's because you're in charge. That's what I'm saying. It's not. You don't have to. You don't really have to earn respect. You just kind of have to win, which he's done already. When you win, you get respect. That's, That's what it. I'm saying. And if you if you're a good recruiter, you're gonna win. So That's it's not what I'm even. But that only translates at your level. Like once you go up a level to the bigs. To the National Football League, you have to you have to garner respect. Like winning in college means n- nothing, especially when you've been a coach uh, for a year and a half already, and you haven't won shit. Like literally shit, you have not won a game. No, he wasn't the coach last year. He was the coach last year. Urban Meyer. No, Pretty sure he was the coach this last is his year. First year, if I'm not mistaken. Am I bugged? I thought he was the coach last year. I might look. I might be tripping. Honestly, oh, my timeline might be fucked up. I, I, I'm not Adam Schefter. <laughs> well, first thing comes up: Urban Meyer bar video. Oh, I lied. It's this year. That's what I'm saying. Why do I feel like he was coached last year? Nah, I forgot who. Was or maybe he was. Maybe there was talks last year about him becoming coach, <laughs> and it finally happened this year. Maybe Correct. That's what I'm thinking. Correct. About. Yeah. He was Sports Illustrated Coach of the Decade from 2000 and 2010. I'm telling Which you, Which makes man, sense. If you win, nobody gives a damn. That's really what it is. If he was 4-0 right now, it'd be like, he's horny, but he's winning. 
Yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer's done in the bigs. He's you got, so? Yeah, he's got nothing left. Unless he just starts winning. He's got nothing left. Because the problem isn't Trevor Lawrence. Sits his team down. And what, Sadiq? What does he do? He's got to be like, listen, man, I've been fucking up. Please understand. I want to do this. And I don't know. Like, I don't know what the fuck to say there. Like, he's done a lot of shit already. You need to reverse everything you've how been can doing. You even, but how can you even sit in front of your team and say sorry? Are they going to even be like, dude, you're being sincere? Bro, it like, doesn't even matter, bro. Fuck you, dog. This is how you get respect from grown men, bro. You handle shit like a grown man. Does he want to stand in front of the whole team? No. For sure not. But guess what? He's the fucking head coach. He's the leader of this shit. He's in charge. He's the voice. He has the spotlight on him, for better or worse. Go up there, take your licks like a man, go to the team, and tell them, I'm sorry for being a fucking distraction. Let's go fucking win. How about that? It don't have to be complicated. He's not going to be immediately respected, but your team's also 0-4. Most of the guys in that roster are going to be shipped out of town anyway. Who gives a fuck? But when it comes to signing free agents, they need to know that their head coach is a, is a man's man. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. You're 0-4, bro. He could lose the locker room. They're all leaving anyway. He's already lost the locker room. How does he get it back? We don't know. Exactly. There's nothing to lose now. That's true. Look, I'm just saying, if they go out next week and get blown out, he's gone. Like, if it's, like, 42 to, like, 7, he's out. Because the owner's going to be like, yeah, fuck this. They don't they don't respect him at all. But I don't know. I kind of think they win next week, though. I don't know what they play. Maybe Urban Meyer's the problem. Oh, uh, no, they suck. Maybe they just, like, you know what? We're coming, up with, we're coming up with our own schemes for for next week's game. I mean, that's what Chris Long said. I'm my own boss now. I Why'd you blitz? It's a zone. I, I felt like a blitz was needed there, so I blitzed. But you left, the, but you left the, the slot receiver wide open. You called this scheme. It's a zone, right? Somebody should have covered it. I blitzed. Got to get my pressures up. Imagine everybody's just getting their own licks. Bro, I could really see that. I You've got to understand. Like, think about it. They get paid... Off of what they produce that year, right? Even if you have a shitty coach in a shitty system on a shitty team in a shitty in a shitty city, like teams are still gonna be like, yeah, but this is what you did in that situation, and this is how much we're gonna pay you, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well go ahead and, and pump your stats up. Yeah, very true. That'd be a crazy thing to watch. I would love it. Imagine you just see guys devising their own plays. I mean, that would be hysterical. Imagine. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. You see plays coming from the sideline, then, nah, we got it. <laughs> Keep it. Yeah, the defensive coordinator screaming on the microphone, and you just hear and you just hear the, the players just like shake, laughing, shaking their heads, and just drawing up a play in the turf. Or you see one of their players, you see the uh, defensive captain take his helmet off, rip the speaker out, throw it on the ground, and continue to... Oh my god. Yo, yeah. that That'd would be crazy. That'd that be crazy. would be top five moments of my life. Then Urban Meyer would be fired during the game. Yo, that would be hysterical too. Did have people come take him off? Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you're done here. The players have this game. You're done. What about Trevor Lawrence feels? I think yo. Took the words out of my mouth. I think Trevor Lawrence takes control and he's just like, you know what, Urban? 
You made me lose my you made me lose my first four games in the NFL. So therefore, I am the coach now. I am the quarterback. I am the head of this team. No matter what anybody says. And now we will win. I think Trevor Lawrence hits another gear next week. They play the Titans, so it's possible. Titans I think, suck. I think Trevor Lawrence hits a gear and the the the, the Jaguars win. Seventeen to ten. That's my prediction. Okay. Seventeen and ten Jaguars. Titans have a lot of guys hurt. I can see it. Oh shit! Damn. So now we're in bottom seven. Red Sox, Yankees. Yankees bringing out another reliever. It's first and second. Yankees are not looking good right now. There is. Hope always is. There's no clock. You know? No clock in baseball. There's hope um, until the fat lady sings or the last out is made. More likely the last out. Um, Or the fat lady makes the out. Listen, if the fat lady makes the out, then fuck it. Everything's gone to shit. I can't believe you have to win this game and then go play the Tampa Bay Rays in their 101 season after this. This is so such a fucking rig. I could say I could say the same thing for the Red Sox, man. You really get it. I'm saying whoever wins. And That's then, what I'm and saying. Then, and then you got to go see Wander Franco. This is and a I'm bunch saying. of young dudes just go out there and just be ballers. And do it with a chip on their shoulder because they know they're good and they haven't been able to do it this confidently ever. And then, and most importantly, because every other team in the division besides the Orioles is spending big bucks and shitting on them, they're just down there with no fucking money, shitty ass stadium, no amenities. I want to see they getting it out of the mud. That's I want to see the White Sox put. I want to see the White Sox take the Astros to fucking Pound Town. That's gonna be a really good fucking series. Yeah, that's, probably the, that's probably the series I'm gonna watch the most, honestly, because the Astros' offense is lunacy, lunacy. Yeah, they just hit like a motherfucker. Yeah, like everyone's good. So I want, I want a White Sox, Rays, ALCS. I don't, even, I, I don't even care what the ALCS is because I think the ALDSs are so fucking good. Like, are you kidding me? Chicago's finally back in the postseason. They got LaRusa as a manager. Their whole rotation's been going crazy. The Astros got a bunch of young kids in the rotation that are unproven, going up against inning lim- innings limits. But you got the veteran lineup that's been there and done that. That's deep as fuck. Like that, man, that's gonna be a good ass series, man. I can't wait to watch that shit. I, and I really can't wait to watch Wander Franco. First season the Bigs, first first time in the postseason. He's about to hit another gear. He's about to be like, yo, this is my shit. I'm in this say, bitch yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, he already yelled at a Rosarena. Probably yelling at a Rosarena like, yo, like this is my time, baby. Nah, you're not 20 switch hitting successfully, tearing up double A and triple A, and then tearing up the bigs, and then yelling at a senior of five years in your first year. After trekking out to right field to try and grab his ball, <laughs> if you're not somebody who's worth a lot of fucking value. You said a lot of words, but it painted an awkward picture. I'm just saying. I know, I know, f- I know, I know what you're talking about. Some, I don't know if if, they listen, do. if you got to slow that down, listen to it twice, whatever the fuck you got to do. Wander Franco is the truth. All right, so Wander Franco 
turned 20 years old this year, and he's turning 21 next March. Wow, it's crazy. This man has never batted under 313 as a professional athlete. He was in AAA as a 20... I'm sorry, he skipped AA. He was at 18 years old in high A in 2019 and hit 339. Oh, there it goes. Oh, my boy. Think about that. 18 in high A, 339. Right? 2020, missed it completely because of COVID, or he would have been in double A AA or triple A and probably would have been called up way sooner. In triple A, the start of the year, 40 games, batting 313 after a layoff, bro, with a 583 slugging, which is almost his highest ever in the minors. He didn't strike out more than he walked until the triple A. And his AAA numbers and his major league numbers look almost exactly the same. 7.8% walk percentage, 11.7% K percentage. The man is ridiculous. He's not even legal. He can't even go to the bar after and celebrate. He's got to drink Capri Suns. <sighs> 2.5 wins above replacement in 70 games, which means that he's already a 5-win player. 127 WRC+. Plus. So, WRC Plus, for those that don't know, is weighted runs created plus. Factors in all your hitting stats, as well as the lineup that you're in, as well as the ballpark you play in. League average is 100. Correct. So, if his is 127, that means he's 27% better than everyone else at 20 years old. Adding the fact that he didn't play for most of 2020, except some little spring training and some fall league time. So, basically, he's a freak. He's good defensively as well. Uh, the Rays got another one. Damn. And he's got MLB tatted on his neck. So, the MLB logo. So, I mean, if that doesn't tell you about his confidence level, I don't really know how to explain it to you. He's literally born to play baseball. The man has, has braces on. The man has braces on. Braces on. Manny shortstop. So, everybody should be very worried. Very, very worried. I want to see... I want to see a... I think I also need a jersey. I think the need a Franco jersey. I think the um, the White Sox beat the Astros, and I think the Rays beat either the Yankees or the Red Sox, and we see a, a Red so- uh, a White Sox Rays ALCS. Right? I think that the Rays make it to the the World Series this year. And I know it's a stretch. I know it's tough because the Rays are new, but the Rays are really fucking good. They're playing with a fucking chip on their shoulder. And for some fucking reason, I feel that the Rays have been hot all fucking year. Well, that's what happens when you win 100 games. You're hot more than you're cold. All fucking year. So, so yeah. I I think the Rays make it to the World Series. And I'm going to say... I'm going to say that St. Louis scrapes the Dodgers in that one-game playoff. Well, like that. I think so, too. Um, I think the Giants beat the Cardinals. I don't think they scraped them, though. I think it's a close game. Well, okay. Okay, let's say I'm saying the Cardinals beat the Dodgers. I'm saying the Giants beat the uh, beat the Cardinals. Nope, got the Cardinals beating the Do- Giants. And then I say the, the Brewers are obviously going to beat the Braves. 
Yes. It's a waste of a series in my yes. opinion. So, I'm saying, and I... What are you reading off of right now? I'm just looking at brackets. I was going to say, what are you reading the brackets off of? Uh, MLB. Okay, I'm about to get involved in that. I'll give my predictions after you. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say that the Brewers take it from the Giants. And we see a raised Brewers World Series. Which I think would be fucking sick. Okay. I want to see fucking the Brewers pitching go up against the Rays lineup. Okay, so... That's a that's a that's a shot. Okay, so the Red Sox just put two more on. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you going for two there? <sighs> that was stupid. Whatever. Uh, I have the Red Sox winning this game. Uh, obviously, Schwarber's tight. Yeah, that was stupid. The fuck are you doing there? Why are you going for two there? Just fucking chill out on first base, bro. Let the inning keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. This is postseason baseball. Anyway. Damn, if he wasn't 5'6", he probably would have caught that. Anyway, J.D. Martinez is also not playing now. So, let's. I'll do my predictions now, too. I got Red Sox beating the Yanks in this wild card game. I got them. I got the Red Sox going on to play the Rays. I have the Red Sox winning that series in six games, off the strength that they have Chris Sale, Eovaldi, and Rodriguez, and the Rays have McClanahan and Baz, Baz, and you know Shano. I know I know it's more uh, Shane squared. I think it's more. I I know the Rays rely on their bullpen when they're starting pitching, but I just think that starting pitching in the playoffs is so important. So I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm gonna take that back. The Rays lose to the Red Sox lose to the Rays because I forgot what the Red Sox bullpen looks like again. <laughs> so yeah, never mind. Unless Hook stays in the pen, he could be really fucking good because he can go like two or three innings at a clip. Do you think they put him in the rotation? Uh, Tanner Hook. Yeah. Yeah, he could be the third or fourth guy if they don't like the matchup with Rodriguez. He's nasty, bro. He's nasty. They still have Nick Pavetta too. Nick Pavetta's nasty. All right. You know what? I I stand by that. I stand by what I initially said. I had the Red Sox winning in six or seven games. I think Alex Cora is slightly better than Kevin Cash as a manager, but not by much. Uh, good season raise. You came up short again, which sucks to say. Because I feel like I could also be very wrong, and the Rays could just run through the playoffs. Like, sprint. That's my shit. They have Nelson Cruz as well. Okay? He's 41, still hitting bombs like he's fucking He's 21. crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> Yo, he's wild, bro. He's just he's sacking, socking mammoth dingers. Yes. Old as fuck, yacht. He is a very large man as well. Yes, he so. is. Remember when I showed that uh, that picture of him, like, after a workout going to hit at the Mariners facility to the team? And everybody was like, what does that have to do with anything? Because I showed at the team meeting, the presentation, I was like, go to the fucking gym, guys. <laughs> That's what this fucking means. Uh, I have... I have the White Sox beating the Astros. I just don't think... Like, the Astros' arms are good, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they can hold the White Sox's bat. Like, everyone from the White Sox is back. Luis Robert, Yasmani Grandal, Eloy Jimenez. They have Cesar Hernandez instead of Nick Madrigal, which is arguably a lateral move anyway, so it doesn't really matter. 
Yo, Tim Juan. Anderson, Yohan Moncada, Abreu. Jose Abreu, uh, Andrew Vaughn's been raking. I don't see a hole in that lineup at all. And those, then Zach those, Collins as well. Those Spanish individuals will take your shit. I, everybody in that team is a threat. Imminent and then threat. between Giolito, Rodon, uh, Lynn. Keiko, Lynn, I just, oof, man. And the White Sox have. And they have like four days off, so now they're all going to get, you know, a nice extra week or two before this starts. Yeah, they're going to go crazy. The White Sox have uh, arguably, next to the Yanks, uh, the best back end of the bullpen in the bigs. Yeah, and then so, they also have Kopech, Kimbrell, uh, Hendricks, which is just chaos. Yeah, so. so. Yeah, oh, and they also have, uh, what's his fucking name? The lefty dude from Tennessee. Oh, Garrett Crochet? Yeah, that throws 102. Garrett Crochet? Yeah, so I'll have a White Sox, uh, White Sox, Red Sox, All Sox, uh, ALCS, White Sox eviscerate them, four-game sweep. Five games maybe if Chris Sale goes crazy against his old team, but that's it. And... So, yes, I got the White Sox in the World Series. I got the Cardinals beating the Dodgers in the wild card. I have the Cardinals beating the Giants in that seven-game series with their usual Cardinals playoff devil magic. Going seven? Against the Giants? No, it was like five or six. Okay. I just think too many of the Giants guys are coming off innings limits, and I think that magic wears off eventually. Okay. You know? Even though their team is really fucking good. And Brandon Belt is probably going to miss the postseason. That's that's their best hitter. So, uh, yeah. So, you got the Cardinals winning that series in like five or six games. Cardinals are hot. When they get hot, they just don't lose. I know that sounds common sense. But if you've ever watched baseball and you've seen the Cardinals go on a run, you know what I mean. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Everything breaks their the way. The Cardinals of old just unstoppable. You remember when the Cardinals played the Braves? And there was that like that there was like that pop fly in the infield and it went all the way out to left field, but because DeYoung called it as in the infield at shortstop, they said that was an infield fly, even though it went all the way to medium left field and the guy on third couldn't tag up. That's weird as fuck. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the type of shit that happens. It's like the Cardinals jerseys are just different in October. Uh who else is there? Brewers Braves? Brewers yeah. Brewers kill the Braves. Five yeah. games. Five games? I'm going four. Five games. I give him one game with the with the with the uh, with the Brewers starting rotation. Brewers can't hit, so I think the I think the Rays just uh, the Rays. I think the Brewers just stopped the from the Braves from even touching the ball. <laughs> they just I stopped making. God, they, they just stopped, stopped making contact. Touching the ball, and they somehow scraped together something. Somehow runs. Somehow, yeah. Um, and then I think the same thing happens with the. Uh, with the Giants, I mean, who, who, who's uh, who's throwing for the Giants after Kevin? So it's Gossman, uh, Logan Webb's been filthy, DeSclafani and Cueto. But Cueto, Cueto's gonna get Cueto's shot. been up and down, Chris and this shot. is one year removed from t- from TJ. Uh, DeSclafani's good, but he's never thrown this many innings before. Webb is good, but he's never thrown this innings before. There you go. The pen is a bunch of like random dudes that are really good, but are they gonna be able to figure it out in October? You know, is the lineup going to hit like this when they're getting pitched for a seven-game series and not a season? I don't know. I think the Giants get knocked out. I think it's a great year, though. 
right? So the Cardinals take down the two teams with the most wins in the game, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Cardinals play the Brewers. And I have the Cardinals... The Cardinals beating the Brewers. For the Cardinals. Seven-game series, though. NL Central, bloodbath in the NLCS. Best series of the year. It's just two teams that dislike each other from the regular season. Now they're playing on the biggest stage to go to World Series. It's just absolute chaos. Seven games, masterful, beautiful. Then the Cardinals go to the World Series, and it's like 2006 when the Cardinals played the White Sox. But it's flip-flopped. Right? When did the Cardinals play the White Sox in the World Series? Was it 2005 or 2006? 2006, I believe. That's what I'm saying, because the Cardinals won that. Um, yeah. I sort of agree with that bracket, but I can't get past the Brewers pitching. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and uh, what's his name? Uh. Oh, the White Sox went to the World Series the next year and lost. So, yeah, so I have the White Sox beating the shit out of the Cardinals in the World Series. Like, at, like five games, not really close. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Cardinals won one game at home for, you know, for their, for, for pride's sake. And that's it. And look, I agree with you about the Brewers pitching, but this is the thing. Look how many of the Brewers pitchers are up against innings limits. Or have never thrown, or never thrown this many, uh... Innings in their life. Listen. I'm just saying, you got to think about it. You're tired, right? You spent the whole year balling, going crazy, dominating. Now you're on the biggest stage of your life with the most fans, the most pressure. You don't have your A1 stuff. You have your A stuff. Batters are more locked in. You're only facing good teams with good hitters. You know what I'm saying? It's very easy to have one or two not-so-good starts. Or you're a little bit off and you give up a couple runs. And then, let's say you give up three runs over six and that's just not enough. You know, I don't think the Braves have a shot because they don't have Acuna, so. Or a bullpen. Or that. Uh, yeah, I'm not even, we're not even talking about the Braves. The Braves are, listen, kudos. You made it, but you're out. Yeah, if the Mets didn't shit the bed, this wouldn't even be a conversation. So, yeah, I mean... I think the Brewers pitching just shuts down everybody. And they scrape a couple runs together. And they make it to the World Series and then get shellacked by the Rays. I just, look, I just think that if the, I, the only reason I put the Brewers ahead of the Braves is because the Braves don't have. Ozzy Albies is having the season of his life. But yes, agreed. They don't have Acuna. And that's their, that's their battering ram. Battering ram? Acuna is a battering ram. Bro, that is the bazooka. That too. That is like, he's so, he's so swaggy, man. He's so fucking good. I love it <laughs> because it's like, you can say whatever you want about the way he plays or or what he says or what he does, and then you look at the numbers on the back of the baseball card, and you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like the man almost had a forty forty season at twenty two. Man's came in the league, started hitting dingers, started getting thrown at immediately. And was just like, I'm going to still do it. And I'm going to still hit dingers. Are you kidding me? Every time he hits a home run, this man literally throws the shit out of his bat and starts beating his chest with all his chains flying. You kidding me? Like, at least Tatis, when he does it, is mad fly. Feel me? 
Tatis hits the ball out of the stadium and everything's mad swaggy, mad smooth. And it's just like, yeah. Acuna hits moonshots, though. They're not even like... Do you remember his first home run no. against the Reds? No, I don't. Oh, my fucking God. Is it still in orbit? Yo. His... you. We should have known off that alone that this kid was going to be a fucking superstar. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. The scouting report was like, right-handed might be better than Soto. And I was just like, oh, he's real then, huh? <laughs> yeah, Soto's was... the best player of the bigs. Yeah, that's that's well, that, well, the best hitter. The best hitter of the bigs. I can't even lie to you. Juan Soto is a mutant at the plate. But like Ronald Acuna Jr., are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm just gonna read you his stats real quick, and then we can we can slide up out of here because I'm tired, and it's late, and I've grown less fond of you. All right, so let's listen to this, right? Yeah. That was his rookie year, 2018, right? Correct. He was 20 years old. 26 bombs, 16 stolen bases, 293 batting average, 142 WRC plus. Right? Next year, 41 home runs, 37 stolen bases at 21 years old. <laughs> Nigga, what? 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 Evan's a baseball fan. 41 home runs, 37 stolen bases. Oh, they're just giving him strikes now. 280 batting average. Are, are y'all hearing me? Are y'all hearing me? Are y'all hearing me? The man's almost went 40-40 on your head top. Come on, man. Just stop. This year, 82 games. exactly, Almost exactly half a season. 24 bombs, 17 stolen bases. He was on his way. The nigga was going to do it again. <laughs> Best slugging percentage of his career. Lowest strikeout rate of his career. He's getting fucking better. Guys. Yo. Between him, Soto, Tatis. Like, I like Mike Trout a lot. I really do. But his time as the face of baseball is Dunzo Bunzo Onezo. Unless he comes back next year and puts up 10 wins above replacement and hit, hits 40 acts, I ain't hearing shit. Because I, I had to say that about Mike Trout, though. Like, Tatis is nice, right? He has, like, a 6 or 7 war season. Soto's nice. He has, like, 5 or 6 because he can't play defense. Trout was giving us 10 war. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's something you don't really see even in video games. Like, I have to read. I had to look at this shit now. Like, Mike Trout is crazy. Like an actual mutant. Mike Trout has had, had two back-to-back 10-win seasons at 20 and 21 years old. Twenty For for context, Acuna's, Acuna's season as a rookie, I mean as a 21-year-old, when he almost went 40-40, was 5.5 wins above replacement. So Mike Trout's almost twice as good as that. Mike Trout's career batting average is 305. His career on base percentage is 419. You know what his WRC plus is averaged for his career? One fifty seven. One seventy two. Okay. So he's he's not just good. He's wailing. He's wailing on the motherfucking island. I'm gonna compare him to the greatest. That they call Long Island. I'm gonna com- <laughs> I'm gonna compare him to the best. Because the man's is from Long Island. I'm gonna compare him to the best hitter of all time, real quick. If you gotta know, Mr. Who- Bonds. 
Yes. Barry Bonds has a 173 WRC plus for his career. Barry Bonds never had a season where he was under league average in WRC plus. WRC plus, sorry. Barry Bonds' career batting average was 298 with a 444 on base percentage and 607 slugging. Mans was getting on base half the time. Mans got on, rather, Mans got on base half the time he was in the bigs. Correct. Barry Bonds stole over 500 bases. What? Barry Bonds stole over 500 bases. I like how you said that with the same tone and everything. That was Barry there. Bonds stole over 500 bases. He's got over 700 home runs, and he stole over 500 bases? 500 bases. Like I don't care if he smoked crack before every at-bat. There's nothing you can tell me that changes my mind that this is the greatest that we've ever seen and probably will ever see. Holy shit. Maybe if Mike Trout was in a glass house, we'd probably fucking... 20% walk rate for his career. Jesus Christ. What was the strikeout rate? 12%. Oh, my God. What the fuck? It's the greatest hitter we've ever seen. There's no one like it. Sid Rodriguez could have made it. He's Yo, in 1990... He had 33 yaks with 52 stolen bases. Man said... This is crazy. He went 30-30. I didn't 30. Hit a digger. I'm going to just steal these goddamn bags. 30, he went 30-30 like five times. He went 40-40 in 1996. Hey, did you win MVP that year? I don't know. I hope so. Just scroll all the way to the right. should tell you. On Fangrass? No, it doesn't. Oh, no, That's baseball no. reference. Yeah, Fangraphs just gives you the raw numbers. They don't give you the accolades. I, bro, the he had, he, Barry Bonds won seven MVP awards. I'm sure that's one of the seven. All right, I'm going to leave you guys with this, man. There's nothing you or anyone else can ever say to me that will tell me that Barry Bonds is not the best player of all time. If you want proof, you go take steroids and go try to hit a fastball, and you tell me if it helped. That's, that's all I have crazy. to say about that. Yeah. For those who don't understand baseball... Think about somebody stealing 500 bases over, how long was his career? 18 years? No, I think it was like 20-something. 21? No, I think it was longer than no. that. No. Really? He, he debuted in 86 and he retired in 2007. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? Man's 20. played in three decades? Yo, you want to know the scariest, scariest, scariest part of this? That's 21 years, so, so 21 years. Hold on, hold on. Oh, gosh. At age 42, Barry Bonds hit 28 home runs in 126 games, walked 28% of the time, and batted 276 with a 157 WRC+. Plus. Okay. Barry Bonds has said multiple times that he thought he could play until 50 and be a good hitter. And I got to be honest with you. Is he? I don't think he's wrong. I think he's. I think he. I think if you gave Barry Bonds ten at bats right now, he'd hit a homer. Yeah. Uh, Barry Bonds is the greatest hitter to ever live. Uh, Mike Trout. I don't know anymore if he still can be. Uh, Acuna. Yeah, he just has to do exactly what he did. He's got to stop getting hurt for ten years. Acuna, Tatis, and Soto are going to be absolutely incredible to watch over the next 20 years. You know, we have them for the next 20 years. You know what the craziest thing is? You know what the craziest thing is? Do you know what the craziest thing is? See, do you know what the craziest thing is? 
about send those, your message about those three men. None of them is over twenty five. We have them for the next. We're 20 just years. we're just getting started. That's crazy. They're gonna be able. My kids are gonna be able to watch them play, and I'll be like, yo. Yeah, I don't even know what it was like to watch them first come up and dominate. <laughs> you don't even know. You didn't even get to see them. Yeah, you're seeing him trailer. like you're seeing them past their prime. I saw them when they were before their prime, going fucking nuts, going fucking nuts when they came up. When they made Acuna, I mean, when they made Tatis apologize for hitting a grand slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw that. How dare you be this good at baseball? I'm not that good. You can't be that good. They don't even know. That's crazy. It's so crazy. We have them for the next 20. Uh, I'm not going to say 20. God willing, 20. I'm going to say 10 years. I'm going to say 10 years. You don't know if they're going to be this good in 10 years. That's gone. We are one out away from the Red Sox eliminating the Yankees in the wild card game. I just want to say congratulations to the Giants on your first one last week. <laughs> Thanks for trying to make me feel better. It wasn't. I just wanted to slip that in before the end of the episode. No, it didn't make me feel better. Uh, I forget. You guys play someone good this week, so good luck. <laughs> Niggas t- tapped out. Let's go, Guardy. Yo, why the Cowboys look so fucking good though? Okay, drink water. Don't be racist. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the Yankees hit five home runs in a row and win this motherfucking game. Yo, that right? would be some shit. We'd have to re-record. Yeah, we'd have to start happened. this back up. So y'all enjoy the rest of your motherfucking night. All I'm of a sudden, he's got this. energy. I'm gonna enjoy this without without having to have a microphone in front of my face. Um, that's the game. Just like that. All right, guys. See ya.